Welcome to Mom Talk, a podcast where we have authentic conversations with moms just like you and me. Let's connect, inspire, and empower one another. Are you ready? Let's go. Today on Mom Talk, we're joined by Catherine. She is a mama to Murphy who just so happens to be super close in age to Luna. She works for a marketing company and she's also a photographer in her free time. I love her realness and I am so happy to have her join us today to talk about her birth story. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I know we've had a little hiatus. My life has been pretty crazy. So I appreciate you guys still following along and joining me every Monday. Enjoy and here we go. Oh, well, I think, I mean, I would love to, of course, hear the birth story. I personally have already heard part of it, but I mean, I think it's important <laughs> to share with everybody because you had an experience that I know many, many, many women have also kind of gone through. And so I think sharing that and helping ground people, because I mean, when you think of like that birth experience you ultimately do have this expectation in your mind of what you want that to be and then life decides to be like never mind we're going to do this so why don't you yeah why don't you just talk about like what that birth story has been like and I would love to cover like the after part of the birth like yeah that's something that people don't discuss enough 100 yeah how you only have a six-week visit and like then they're just like yeah you're good like they never talk about it again I'm like um my tailbone is like not in the same place can we talk about that (laughs) oh my gosh um yeah so I mean and I don't know if Lucas told you but I was like super duper sick during my pregnancy I didn't know that um yeah so I had like that hypergrammesis whatever that is where you just like I threw up oh my gosh, like six to 10 times a day. Oh. It was so bad. I, I think at one point I was only eating gas station corn dogs cause, <laughs> and like slushies. Like that's the oh only thing. Oh, and like the big pickles from like 7-Eleven. Like no. that's what he wanted. And I was so sick. Um, I threw up so much that I like lost 15 pounds. Wow. Um, I had to go to the hospital and get IV because I couldn't keep anything down. There was oh like gosh. three days where I didn't eat anything. Um, so it was like super scary because it's like you think that you just feel so like betrayed. You're like, yeah, this is supposed like, to be natural. This is mm-hmm. like supposed not easy. Easy is the wrong word, but like um, it, your body's not supposed to like reject it. It yes. felt like it was a science experiment and I was failing. Like. <laughs> oh. So that was hard because then I was, like, scared to be connected to him, and I, like, was just depressed, and it was just, Mm -hmm. like, this isn't fun. I got to do this for how long? Like, Yeah. So it was, like, I think I stopped throwing up, like, 20 weeks. It was, like, just a ridiculous – it was was not – it was not cozy. I can't imagine. I – yeah, I would, like, literally – I would throw up six times – in the morning and then like take a half day come home sleep try and eat like toast and then go back to sleep like I slept so much just to avoid being awake yeah um but yeah so then I finally got really fun at like 27 weeks and you got like the cute bump and then you started Mm -hmm. being like super cute um and then it just it came so fast I was like oh he's gonna be early 
Mm-hmm. And then, you know, all the moms say, oh, all you first-time moms think that your baby's going to come early, but they're not going to come early. Mm-hmm. But he ended up being five days early, so I still oh, hold to it that he was early. Yeah. Um, and I was so – I was like, I'm going to walk. I'm going to get on my yoga ball. I'm going to, like, eat pineapple. I don't know. Like, literally anything and everything. I was like, yeah, like, we're going to – this baby's not going to be late. Like, I didn't <laughs> I didn't want him to be a tourist. <laughs> Well, my daughter is, so here we are. <laughs> I know, but she's like a perfect tourist. My, and it would have been fine either way because I'm an earth sign too. So it would have been fine because now I have this fiery Aries child and I'm like, what do I do with this? Like, <laughs> you'll figure, I, you'll navigate it. I can't. Um, but yeah, so I went to the fountains and I did like a little power walk and mm. Um, enjoyed being my, by myself. I tried really hard to like take baths and like enjoy being by myself and eating food and like just not having to take something with me to target. Like, mm-hmm. totally. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I took a walk, I got Taco Bell, I visited Connor at work and then we were watching, we were rewatching all of Game of Thrones <laughs> so that when the new season started, we could like watch the new season as it was on. Yep. Because we hadn't watched any of them, like, live. We watched them all after they had already been put out. Okay, yeah. Um, so we were watching that. And then um, ate some popcorn. Um, what else did I have? I think I had some Girl Scout cookies. I don't know. I was, like, all about eating. My food was, like, a peanut butter chocolate milkshake. I had, like, oh every gosh, single night so of my third good. trimester. I would be so happy if that was my every single night. <laughs> It was the best. The people at Baskin Robbins like had my drink ready when That's I got there. Adorable. <laughs> it was so I bad. Love that. So bad. So then, um, it was like ten thirty, and I started feeling like pressure, and I was mm-hmm. like, mm, mm, "This is different." And then it was getting like, like, ha- like harder. Mm-hmm. But not painful, but you know what I mean? Where it's just totally. like, it's w- like, yeah, you're like, oh, um, okay. And Connor immediately was like, do I need to time you? And I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> like, this is not real. Like, yeah. people can be having contractions for days before they actually go into labor. Like, totally. this is it. It's fine. So I was like, um, but, you know, like, just to be safe, I think I'm going to go to bed. Like, mm-hmm. just in case. Um, mm-hmm. And so... I started laying there. It was like really uncomfortable. Just trying to like meditate and like work through it and like chill. And then all of a sudden they started happening like way faster. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. This is happening way too fast. What's happening? They all lied to me that this would take forever. Yeah. This, what's happening? And so (laughs) I think by like 1130, like, technically the timing of everything was like on track for us to go to the hospital and I called and they were like no you've been in labor an hour like you're Mm -hmm. not no I don't care how far apart they are that's uh, no and I was like um that's rude but okay because I took the hospital tour and that's what you guys said so Mm -hmm. you're like I'm just doing what you told me to do literally and I was like okay that's fine because I wanted to labor at home like as long as possible totally and so um we were like, okay, so I, like, just laid there, and then I got in the bath, and we kind of hung out there, and then they got, like, super intense. I couldn't really talk through them, um, and I called my doula, and I was like, hey, because I texted her before, but she, I was like, yeah, you don't have to come. It's fine. 
Then yeah. I told her and I was like, I think um, I'm having hard, like a hard time talking. Like, I think you should just come. And I think by this time it was like 2.30. And then she got there around 3.15. Mm-hmm. She got there and immediately I like had a contraction. She's like, oh yeah, this is like, yeah, we got to go. Yeah. It's time to get in the car. Yeah. She was like, it's, let's just get you to the hospital. Let's get you comfortable. And then we can just like, cause you don't want to try and get comfortable in a room, like oh. while you're in full blown labor. Mm-hmm. So, um, let's just get you to the hospital go. So we, we get there and it's like the longest seven minutes of my life. Like I had probably like four contractions Mm-hmm. You can't, like, contractions in the car, no joke. Like, they're the it's worst. legitimate torture. You can't move yeah. away from them. You can't. You have to wear your seatbelt. Like, what? it's terrible. And so um, we get there. We check in. I'm, like, freaking, not freaking out. I'm, like, trying to go to the window. The lady who's checking me in is, like, spelling my name wrong. She's putting in my number wrong. So then I'm finally, like, I'm... I'm in labor. Like, I promise you, I promise you this is not, like, fake. I'm not, like, building this up. Like, it's a it's a big deal. But at Kaiser, they make you go to triage. And uh-huh. then they, like, hook you up to the monitors for, like, 20 minutes mm-hmm. to, like, make sure they don't have to, like, do any emergency yada, yada, yada. But I was, like, you guys, like, please just, like, like can we just, like, get this started? Yeah. So she takes me back to the room. And she was, like, you don't have any, like, medical history. Like, what? have you been coming to us for your like prenatal care? And I was like, I was here two days ago. Like, yeah. um, cause they almost kept me at my like third 39 week appointment because I forgot about it. So we like rushed there and I like waddled all the way up to the room. And so my blood pressure was all kinds of crazy. And oh, I was like, no. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I promise you it's not like anything bad, but anyway, so they hooked me up you know they did like a check and they're like oh great you're four centimeters blah 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 blah, blah. And I was like that's it <laughs> how how mm-hmm. yeah and so then it was like 20 minutes and they make you like you have to sit still because the monitor has to stay on the baby which you're having more- contractions like that's no joke no joke and like I went in very much like I did all the research that I could. I wanted to go as natural as possible. I had my doula. Mm-hmm. But staying still and, like, the fact that they make you stay still was just That's very – it was very unnatural. It just felt so wrong. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I can't even, like, stretch or move or, like, this is just ridiculous. And so um, they made me sit there and then finally – they were like, okay, you're good. Like, let's get you in a room. And I was like, I told you I was ready to go. Mm -hmm. And, um, I just like sitting still for that long. I just lost like all my momentum. Like I had my breathing down. I had like, I was like doing like the low moaning and not the screaming. Like I had like a rhythm, but then the fact that I couldn't move or like feel what I needed to do, I just Mm -hmm. like, I started to panic. So I got in the room. I went to the bathroom. And this is like hilarious because I went to the bathroom and there was blood everywhere. And I was like, oh, oh my God, God, there's blood. And then my doula was like, honey, like you're having your baby. Like that's the point. Like you're supposed to do that now. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. Yeah. And so 
we get back to the bed. We're, like, trying to, like, get in a routine. But the nurse is, like, asking me all these questions. And she's, like, in my face. And, like, I need to put your IV in. And I'm just, like, I I need you to get, like, out of my face. And then they make you do another ultrasound when you come in to make sure that the baby's head down. And then she was, like, way too peppy. She was, like, how big do you think the baby is? And I was, like, I don't fucking care. <laughs> You're like, just help me get this baby out. That's I was, I uh, yeah, I was literally like, I don't know, like eight pounds, and she was like, you're way too tiny for it to be eight pounds, and I was like, I don't see what's funny here. I really don't find anything funny. So eventually, I just couldn't like get back into my rhythm. So eventually, I was like, I no, I just got to do the epidural. Like, yeah. sorry, I can't. Like, everybody's in my face. Nobody's like leaving me alone. I couldn't catch my breath, and so I started to panic. Like, yeah. And I think so. They called the epidural guy. This is like four thirty in the morning. They called him. So while I'm waiting for him, my water pops, which is like the weirdest freaking thing because, mm-hmm. which is weird because I guess for different people it feels different. It felt like I was supposed to push. Yeah. And like it just like I literally like felt a pop and then like a gush and it was just like wait was that like my I was like something's happening it's like what what's going on yeah so yada 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 the guy comes in and does my epidural which is like money like (laughs) now that I look back I'm like I'm so disappointed like I knew I could have done this by myself like without the met like the drugs and but I was like, but at the same time, by the time I got my epidural, I was already like six centimeters. We were calling all of our parents. Nobody was answering. Mm-hmm. My best friend was supposed to come in and take pictures. Yeah. She wasn't answering. So I was like, if I wouldn't have gotten the epidural, it would have happened. He would have been born probably within like two hours yeah. and nobody would have been there. No, like we wouldn't have any pictures. And like, yeah. those are like some of my favorite pictures. So I was like, oh, like it was a good thing. But next time I definitely, I think want to go to a birth center. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I just, um, yeah. So I got the epidural and like, we chilled out for like an hour. All the grandparents came and said, hi. And then I was like, okay, everybody get the fuck out. I don't want to see you anymore (laughs) yeah because the doctor was like how are you feeling do you feel like you have to push and I was like I don't know like what do you think like I could push so then the midwife came in and she like didn't like his heart rate Uh it was like going up like it was supposed to but it wasn't coming back down like it was supposed to so she was like huh all the way around it was dropping when you pushed oh I apologize. My husband says it was going down when it was supposed to come up back up. What are you saying? You yeah, I think the same thing happened with Duna. For every time you had a contraction, it went down. Oh, yeah, and then it and didn't it go back to normal. Back fast enough. It was staying down a lot longer than she liked. It was staying down a lot longer. Okay, yes. So, okay. <laughs> he was there. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, so she was like, you know what, let's just start pushing. Like, we'll do some practice pushes. We'll see how you do, yada, yada, yada. And, like, at that point, I was like, this is my moment. Like, I'm going to push so hard, this baby is going to fly across the room. <laughs> like, I am going to rock pushing. And so, because I, like, read all the things, like, 
push like from down below and not in your face because that's like a lot of people push from their face and you get no like energy exerted it's like mm-hmm. all just it's you're just tired so I was pushing and they were like oh my gosh you're like so good at pushing and I was like mm-hmm, I know like <laughs> I told you I'm gonna be really good at this <laughs> so then they like get them down I think I pushed for like all of 45 minutes mm-hmm. and then The midwife came back and she was like, look, like if you're not going to push him all the way out in the next 20 minutes, we're going to have to vacuum him out. And I was like, uh, because I was really really afraid of it. Yeah. I was like, nope, we're not doing that. First of all, Um, I was really afraid of tearing. Yeah. And just like the healing that goes along with that. I just Mm -hmm. didn't, I just didn't want to do it. And so um, I was like, yep, nope, we're not going to do that. We're going to push the baby out right now. And, like, literally, I think I did maybe, like, one more round of pushes. And he was, like, out. I was like, I, we're not vacuuming this baby out. Like, he's not going to have, like, some crazy cone head. Like, <laughs> he's already been down there long enough. We need to get he, we need to get him out. Yeah, mm-hmm. my friend, she was pushing for, like, four hours. And oh, her, my gosh. Yeah, and I just, like, her baby came out. And he was, like, his head was all bruised. I was like, oh, my <laughs> I can only imagine how hard that's gonna like heal like how painful that must have been. it was just right I felt so bad I was like that looks painful Luna um, was I was pushing for an hour oh my god and kind of the same thing happened like they were struggling to find I think her heart rate mm-hmm. um and so that started freaking me out because I was like is she okay? right they scare you yeah, yeah I was like, is she okay is she okay I've been pushing for an hour and that, then I got to that point where you were at where I like like this baby needs to come out. Like the, mm-hmm. <laughs> I need to do something. But yeah. it's, it's not a fun feeling being like, oh my gosh, is my kid gonna be okay? Right. And I think like and we were kind of talking about this the other day where like there's so much like scary like they make it sound scary and like it just is not scary. Like mm-hmm. it's a really it can, beautiful it, thing. It can right. be it can be scary, of course, but they like like, they're like, oh, if he doesn't come out, like, you know, in 20 minutes and we're vacuuming him out. It's like, no, like, I'm sure he could have stood a lot more. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I just, your body's supposed to do what it's supposed to do. Like, totally. hospitals make it so scary. And, like, talking to a lot of friends, they were like, oh, my gosh, I'm so scared to, like, have a baby. I'm so scared of, like, going in and blah, 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 blah. Like, it's so painful. And I was like, yeah, but it's, like, it's so different. Like, I've never felt so fucking strong. Like, it's like, holy cow. Like, how can you ever be afraid of anything else? Totally. Like, it's so, like, I don't know. Like, you don't, like, well, now I feel like we're so, like, disconnected from, like, being human. Because we just kind of, mm-hmm. like, zone out and, like, numb out and TV and, you know, mm-hmm. yada, yada. But, like, you'll never feel more human or, like, connected as a yeah. human. And it's just crazy that it just, like, that's normal. It's just a completely normal thing that ba- people have babies. Yeah. It just baffles my mind. Yeah, I can 100% agree with that because, yes, it's very painful. I mean, I did, like, hypnobirthing courses and stuff before Mm -hmm. having my baby, but I still felt pain. And despite that, you still 
I, I feel like I was just like this whole other woman, like this like super woman who just like got in the zone and was like, for sure, you, know, you just get in it and it happens and it's crazy. Yeah, it's insane. And like, it just, cause like at, at one point, like your body just takes over and just does it. Mm-hmm. Like you're not really doing anything anymore. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, it's insane. And then nobody warns you about like the like uterus massage afterwards. Bad things worse than labor. <laughs> Literally, I was like, they're like, oh, we're just gonna just like need your uterus, like a quick little uterus massage. And I was like, um, okay, like that sounds cozy. And they're just, like just needing There's my a- belly. <laughs> like it's awful yeah making sure that like all of the placenta or whatever is gone out but yeah it's not fun yeah I was really mad that nobody told me about that because I was like um can I get some more epidural like (laughs) (laughs) like this is not fun Mm mm-hmm yeah that's crazy because yeah I mean no one ever talked about that ever they like, yeah. oh, yeah, you have to birth the placenta. I knew that was going to come. Right. But as far as, like, that, what? Right. Like, wouldn't it just go back down to size? Like, why do you have to touch it? Yeah. You should just leave it, and it'll be fine. I know for sure that they're testing something. I don't know what it is, but I know that they're looking for something to make sure that, like, I think it's, like, a bleed up. or something, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you're I'm not, like, not gushing. Sure. I guess that's fine. <laughs> I I suppose you can make sure I'm gonna live yeah (laughs) I guess yeah and it's just um I because you at the birth center what you stayed like a day I didn't I stayed four hours after giving birth and it could it would have been less if her heart rate um was lower because when she was born her heart rate heart rate was a little bit elevated and so they had to stay a little bit longer just to continue, like, monitoring her and making sure that it went back down, back to normal. And after yeah. skin to skin, she was pretty much fine. So That's crazy. That's crazy. Four hours? It was awesome. It was awesome. That's My really cool. were terrified. They were very worried and nervous. <laughs> like, they're like, you're leaving when? How, yeah. how long after having your child were you? like discharged essentially and I was like yeah four hours and then I we went home and we all slept in our room and it was wonderful (laughs) yeah Yeah. that sounds so cozy yeah yeah because we um I mean we stayed two night well so technically two nights because he was born like in the morning so it was like two and a half days Mm -hmm. um but they made us stay Cause he, so he was so small, he was only mm-hmm. five, five pounds, five ounces. And so they were like worried about his glucose and like worried about all this shit. Yeah. Like, He's just tiny. Like there's yeah. nothing wrong with him. And so, um, like every two hours they would do a, um, like a heel prick. Oh wow. Which was just ridiculous. It was like torture. Cause mm-hmm. every time they like had to like reopen the little prick and he oh. was pissed. Yeah. So they did that. And then he would, like, hit two good numbers in a row, and then he his numbers would just tank. So then we had to start mm-hmm. all over. And it was, like, a whole thing. And then he didn't pee for, like, the first 24 hours, and they were all worried about that. 
and it just it was just so stressful because then yeah. when you're in the hospital the nurses check on you every two hours and you're just like and then you're not sleeping because I was just like Perfect. laying there like okay thinking well, one about of all the things to... yeah and I don't know if you guys did this but like I think for like the first week I was like one of us has to be awake with him at all times mm. <laughs> like, I definitely didn't do that but I was so I... scared to like let him sleep without us I bought the Owlet sock. Oh, I don't ever heard of that. Yeah. I'm telling you, I would not have slept because, I mean, as a first-time parent, I was just freaking out. Mm-hmm. I mean, Lucas, I know a lot of parents, like, co-sleep. We did not co-sleep. Um, yeah. The very first night, we had her and her little snuggle, me organic, and she was, like, between the two of us because we're, like, oh, my gosh, we're parents. What are we doing? Yeah. <laughs> and after that, Lucas was, like, no. Like, I can't have her sleeping next to me. I'm so worried I'm going to roll over on her. Yeah. And so we put her in the crib, and she slept from there. But it was without that sock <laughs> and having that monitor. Yeah. Like, her breathing and heart rate and stuff, I probably would have been in the same position as you of being, like, okay, I'm awake or you're awake. Cause right. Cause like they can't turn their head. So I was like, what if he barfs? And then it like, yeah. it just, I, it's up, yeah. every worst case scenario. So yeah, we would sleep in like shifts. So like Connor would get four hours or then I would get four hours. And then it was, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can see how like, obviously with like the second kid, people are like, you worry so much less, but that's because it, You've already done all the worrying, and then you realize that everything's going to be fine. Mm-hmm. You're like, okay, I don't have to be as stressed about them. So I don't know. I probably will still do it, honestly. Like, yeah, I'm sure I'll still be really nervous with my second child, but I know that yeah. the amount of nervousness I'm hoping will be a little bit less. Yeah, 100%. Mm-hmm. And I think, too, like, when I worked at the daycare, one of the parents was like, you're so great with kids. Like, you're so lucky that you're getting all this practice in before you have a baby and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, that's actually a really good point Mm because I'm an only child. So I only had experience when my aunt had a baby and I was like 13. So I was already like a, like not a grown up, but like old enough to like understand. And like, but I never really hung out with her. I never, you know, so Mm -hmm. it's like people's first experiences with babies are now with their own baby. Yeah. So it's like a thousand times more anxiety inducing when like one, you have zero idea what you're doing. And two, it's like your own kid. Yeah. You're like, oh. <laughs> like with other people's kids, it's like so much more chill. They're like, oh, it's totally fine. Whatever. She's fine. And you're like, oh, really? Okay. Like, think, like I feel so much better now that you're here. But yeah, when it's your kid, you're like, um, wait, I'm the grown up. Yeah. Like. <laughs> rely on me for survival that's a little bit stressful yeah for sure Mm -hmm. and like breastfeeding I don't know it wasn't like that was like a whole new like I think that was probably the most anxiety inducing because I don't know I would like scroll all over Instagram and like my explore page was literally just like moms and pretty blog moms and then I had a bunch of friends add me to a bunch of like um Facebook groups of like moms um, and like breastfeeding um, groups and but like all their shit was always like my supply this and my supply that and it's so low and this and that and like here's how you fix it mm-hmm. and they would say like oh 
eat those little Debbie oatmeal cookies and drink Under Armour and drink the pink drink at Starbucks. And I was like, you do know that your supply tanks when you're like dehydrated, right? So Mm -hmm. those things help your supply because it's like coconut milk and like Gatorade. Mm -hmm. Like you could just drink a shit ton of water. Like I know that there's more to it than that, but it felt very like, like a, just a reason to go get Starbucks. (laughs) I mean, I'm not sad about that, but. Right. But I was like, you guys, like, it's just, it's okay. Like you're okay. Mm -hmm. But then I was also the mom that like every two hours I had four ounces on each boob. Like I, I had, we almost, we almost donated like half of our supply, but then I think I went back to work and he went through a growth spurt at the same time. And so Mm -hmm. then I couldn't pump as much and then he was eating more of the supply. Yeah, I just got yeah. all kinds, but were I you, almost donated because I had Were to- you primarily pumping or were you both breastfeeding and pumping? I would do both. So I would feed him and then I would pump the excess mm-hmm. after he was done eating. And I think that made my supply like so much because then I yeah. was like making it seem like my kid eats a lot, but he wasn't. So yeah, that that was like a hard adjustment was like, you're like, oh, cool, I can sleep on my stomach now. But like, you can't because your boobs are hard. And yeah, and they, they leak, leak everywhere. everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> like that was a whole new like, I would just wake up and I'd be like, okay, cool. Totally. You're like, well, cool. I just totally messed up my mattress. Great. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, I didn't want to wear that shirt ever again. Cool. Mm. Um, when they start crying and you're just like wait what just ha- what wait, that never happened to me oh my gosh it happened it was so weird times but it's all it was it was only a few times it didn't happen every single time she cried but in the very beginning mm-hmm. for sure it was like she would cry and just be like I'm like oh dang yeah. okay see I did I did have like the letdown but I never like leaked mm-hmm. which was really crazy because I got um a friend which is like the best baby shower gift by the way it's like a breastfeeding kit oh um great. and you she threw in like aspirin nipple cream a water oh, bottle oh, oh. snacks and then like the pad the sticky oh, pads yeah. that go it's on your bra amazing which is like in a basket that you sit next to your wherever you pump and then you have all your supplies. Like, That's it genius. was the best present. Yeah. Great. I give it to literally everybody now. Um, but, yeah, I never, like, needed those little pad things. It was kind of weird. I was like, oh, oh it never leaked. So I needed those all the time. Like, I went through them Crazy. like it was practically candy. It was ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> I bought the reusable ones that I could, like, wash because I was just oh, going through them so much. Yeah, hard. this is not was, cool. Yeah. Yeah. What about, did you end up tearing at all or were you a-okay? Um, I did a little bit because I think, I mean, in my non-medical head, what I think happened is that I pushed him out so fast that it didn't really like naturally Expand. Like, stretch. Yeah. So I kind of mm-hmm. just like, and yeah, so it was only a little bit, um, and what I didn't realize is that you could tear on the side. Like, in my head, I'm always like, obviously, it's the top and the bottom. Mm-hmm. But they're like, no, you tore on the sides. And I was like, what? Yeah, I tore on my side, too. 
Yeah. So <laughs> this is what everybody laughs at too. Did you ever look at it? The tear? Just any of it. Did you ever like look down? I don't and think see what I happened? ever like, I didn't pick up a mirror and just check it out. <laughs> I like had to see what was happening because it was like, don't look at it. It's going to be like so terrifying and you're going to think it's never going to go back to normal. And I'm like, I got to know, like, yeah, got to know. That's totally and understandable. Because like, okay. It literally, when I sat down, it felt like I was sitting on like all of my insides. Like mm-hmm. my, everything yeah. was like on the outside. And then now I was just sitting on it and I had to know why that felt like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Like you couldn't like sit directly. You had to like be kind of like off to the side. Yeah. yeah. That was not cozy. My but friend, yeah. My um, baby shower got me this spray that was like a pain relieving spray. Oh my gosh, that stuff like saved my life. It was wonderful. That's amazing. Yeah. That and witch hazel pads. Oh, I have this like very fond memory of like witch hazel now because I'm just like, oh, like witch hazel. Mm-hmm. Because I would get, like, a numbing spray, mm-hmm. and then you slap the pad on, and then yep. you put the witch hazel on, and then you just put the ice pack up there, too, and it was Ooh, just, yeah. like, heaven. You were good to go. Yeah, I was ready to sit on my insides, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, I, that was, like, I swear, those two things, and, like, I don't know what you did, but I got, like, a packet of women's Depends, mm-hmm. and... So it was like this super comfy, just like women's adult diaper. It was it was the best thing ever. Kaiser gives you like the mesh underwear that you can like put the pads in. Mm-hmm. And I, I legitimately, whoops, I, um, I mean, technically you're not stealing because you paid for them to be in your room. I took probably five packs home because I mean, I'm like, hey, I'm going to bleed yeah. forever. And then I didn't like bleed as much as I like thought because it mm-hmm. just kind of like becomes like a, a period and you're like oh I thought that I'd yeah. be like gushing for days mm-hmm. and um yeah I, I think I still have some honestly or I gave them to my friend who just had a baby or something That's I was funny. like these are fantastic <laughs> they were I was like um do I really have to go back to like real life right I was like yeah how do we um work these into fashion because these are cozy like <laughs> can you imagine the next fashion trend 2021 just like women's diapers no big deal I mean they're basically high-waisted like underwears so I think it'll be like we could make this happen Mm -hmm. Stratton or what is it IAB come on get on it get on (laughs) oh my gosh that's the next that's the next scene Tommy oh my gosh (laughs) is there any like I don't know advice that you wish that you would have gotten in the very beginning that something you've learned along the way? Um, I think the biggest thing for me and okay, so I grew up with like a lot of trauma stuff. So I have a really, really bad boundaries. Mm. Um, so I think the biggest thing, and then I started doing this right before he was born, but just building very strong boundaries. Mm. Um, because Lord knows those grandparents, will fucking insert themselves into every situation and tell you what to do. And like my mother-in-law, I swear to God, she has to step on my toes for every single thing that I do. And it's like so cliche, but I'm also just like, do you know how rude you are? Like, could you not? 
Mm. Um, so yeah, just remembering that it's not about you, it's them and their own bullshit, but also oh. like, if you don't want people to come visit you, don't have people come visit you. Like, it's your kid. The sooner that you establish those boundaries, the better, because then you don't have to like, not have them established and then establish them later and then it becomes a whole fucking mess. Like, yeah, that makes Murphy's, sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Murphy's like a year old and I'm still like constantly having to like put a boundary up with my dad and be like, look, you cannot come just pop by because mm-hmm. you want to see your grandkid. Like, that's mm-hmm. so rude. So. Like, not today. Mm-hmm. That's well, probably I'm- my biggest thing. Mm-hmm. That's totally understandable. I, I, can see where that is coming from for sure. Yeah. And is there anything else, any other advice or words of wisdom? Oh gosh. Um, oh wow. Um, probably, okay, this was actually really good advice that we got was that everything is a season. So mm-hmm. If you're, like, pissed that your kid's not sleeping, like, it feels so hard when you're in the moment and it feels like it's never going to end, but, like, it will. Yeah. Like, this is, this phase is not forever. Like, I mean, our kids are toddlers now, so that's just, you know, temper tantrums and, like, how dare you tell me to put my shoes on when I already have shoes on? Like, just. Yeah. Yeah. No. How dare you tell me not to pick dog poop off the sidewalk? Like, so. That for me, like, I'm also just very much like, there's too many emotions here. You need to relax. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like, try and enjoy it. And it's, and it's so hard because it's like all the cliche mom stuff that you're like, I'm not going to say any of that. I'm, I'm, right. <laughs> I'm like, time goes so fast. Just like crying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, I think just remembering that, like, as hard as it is, it will be over. And for some weird reason, you will miss it. <laughs> and yeah. then you'll be mad that you ever took it for granted. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, that was a big one. Yeah, I'm very excited that now Luna is sleeping through the night. It yeah. has been like a year coming. We've had ups and downs, but like, like you said, reminding myself that they are, those moments are seasons, like seasons of, when breastfeeding was really difficult, you know, that's a season and, you know, you'll get through it, whether that means that your supply somehow gets more or if you have to just switch over to bottles or whatever Mm -hmm. that may look like, allowing yourself to be like, okay, like this is not the end of the world. It will be okay. And just kind of like breathe through and just be like, this is, it may suck right now, but it won't be forever. Yeah. And I think too, like, as much as people will like give you unsolicited advice, which you also just have to build a boundary and just not let it bother you. But like Mm -hmm. listening to what's best for you and your baby and not just like everything around you. Like I was really, really sad that we didn't make it to a year of exclusively breastfeeding. Like we had to supplement with formula Yeah. and like I was disappointed in myself for not making it. But like at the same time, he was like so ready to not be breastfed anymore. He was way too busy. Like he had stuff to do and (laughs) my supply just like, it wasn't there. He was like, it was like a little snack and he was like hungry for a full meal. Like, yeah. So I think like not getting down on myself and being disappointed with myself because like, 
anything you do to keep your kid alive is the best thing. So Mm -hmm. if you have to supplement or you have to go like, and you're, it's better for everybody. Like I was hella bummed, but at the same time, like Murphy was like biting me and it was a fight every single Mm -hmm. time. And he would just whip his head around and it wasn't fun anymore. It wasn't sweet. It wasn't like, it just, it wasn't fun. And I was like, okay, we need to stop before I get angry and like sad and depressed. And yeah. So that was like a hard thing, but it was, for the better too. Mm-hmm. I had a similar experience with Luna. Like we got to 10 months. We were, I knew that like my supply was, you know, starting to dwindle and I was like, okay, like I need to switch her over to the bottle, but no matter how much I gave her the bottle, it was just such a fight. She like would not yeah. take it. We couldn't figure it out, but I would feed her on my boob and literally just like, she knows the sign for milk. And mm-hmm. so I would feed her, I'd set her down. And then like five minutes later, she'd come back and be like, milk, milk, milk. And I was like, oh. there's nothing in there, my friend. I was like, I can give you a bottle, but like, yeah. you're not doing this. And so that was very stressful at the time. But yeah. I mean, I look back now and I'm like, Laura, like you made that into like such a worse right. like, scenario in your mind mm-hmm. and it, it all works out. It's okay. Yeah. No, 100%. Yeah. Like the things I look back at that I was stressed about, I was just like, mm-hmm. why was I even concerned? Yeah. But it's hard. But that's the thing is it's like, it's hard. It's always hard. And you do what's best at the time. Mm-hmm. And you're, but you learn so much about yourself as well. Like, I feel like I've learned so much about myself as like a person through mother. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, I'm having to, like, relearn who that person is. I'm like, I don't know. Do I, like, what do I like now? Like, I like to yeah. take a nap, but is that, <laughs> that's not, like, a hobby. Yeah, it could be. It could, it could I could make it into a hobby. Yeah, it's, yeah, because Connor's always like, you need to do stuff for you. Like, what do you want to do? And I was like, I don't know. Like, I need to finish editing all these pictures. And he's like, no, mm-hmm. like what do you want to do to relax? And I was like, well, it's kind of weighing on me. So I think doing it would make me relax. And he's like, no, like stop. And like, don't worry about everything right now. Just do something Mm -hmm. for you. I I don't know how to relax. I'll I'll help you practice that. Okay. (laughs) If you love this episode and want to learn more about Kat, just go check out her Instagram, purrmade, P-U-R-R-R-M-A-I-D underscore. And you guys can also follow me on Instagram. That's where I'm most present. I do also have a Facebook page. I love you guys so much. And I can't wait to tune in with you all again next Monday. Have a great day.